All right, guys, my name is Dr. Shornell Wolverton Sihan. Welcome to my channel. So very, very excited today to talk about some health things for a change. I'm really, really excited. As you know, I'm a naturopath and we have a very um, fun and dear friend. I actually did a conference with Dr. Mine. Was it like five years ago, four years ago? That sounds about right. Yeah. It yeah, it's been a minute. And uh, we were in Dallas, Texas, and that's the first time I met her in person. But to be honest, I had read her book and been introduced to her work much earlier. And we're going to get into that. And so I was a little bit like, oh, my God, can I get your autograph? That kind of feeling like being able to share a stage with someone with such, you know, amazing work and what such a legacy with, with your work. So really, really excited about this episode, you guys. Um, before we get started, a couple quick announcements. Um, we got a cool um, campaign coming up November. Um, it's called Fix Your shoot your stuff your your things and we're going to do a parasite cleanse together it's a group thing um i'll have all the information here in the description if, if you're interested in doing that there's a lot of good reasons to uh get rid of those critters in your body not only physically uh, mentally spiritually emotionally but also energetically and so that information is there you can go to drshornell.com find out some more information about all our upcoming um, shows, our past shows, our blog, um, lots of great cool tools to activate and upgrade you on a personal level. Uh, lots of great tools as far as um, online classes and things like that as well. Books, things. Um, anyway, all the things. So go there. Definitely hit subscribe. Definitely like. And um, I think that might be it for announcements. But today's topic, we're going to go into body images. And how I found Dr. Mine was because of this book, which I'm sure many of you have. And if you don't, there are links in the description for you to find it. This tool uh, is an amazing one for every single home in the world. This Everyone should have this book. And uh, that's how I found her. And then after seeing her live, got these big mamas. <laughs> this is a lot of work right here. And that's what we're going to be talking about a little bit too, but hopefully she'll touch a little bit on the emotions and that kind of thing too. But without any further ado, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. It's so nice to be in contact with you again. I, I miss you. <laughs> A lot has happened over the last few years, so we'll have to have a little side catch up. But can you just tell everybody, because I know a little bit about you, um, but for the people who may not be introduced to your work yet and what you do, tell us a little bit. How did you even get in this space? Like, what's your background? Like, give us a little bit. Well, my background is chiropractic, acupuncture and nutrition. And so what I was finding when it came to the whole dietary area is I couldn't give a person a blanket diet and expect that to work. And so while we've got various different principles as to the things that everybody knows as far as um, eliminate the sugar and the standard things with the dairy and the wheat and the soy and so and uh, GMOs, there's then it got into okay, that's nice, but what am I going to eat and which things work and which things don't? And still various different kinds of diets 
And so I found that there were a number of different diet plans that were out there. And a lot of them ended up being elimination diets for one reason or another, or restricted calories or something. And what I would find is that people would go on a diet, they would drop weight, but the moment they started eating again, then they put on not only what they lost, but a little extra to prepare for the next famine. And so this is the reason why dieting really doesn't work. It's all about finding the nutritional program that's going to truly support your body. And so looking at various different dietary systems. And so I found the Ayurvedic system was good from a diagnostic aspect. It gave you kind of general areas, but it didn't really go into the specifics of what is it that's going to work. And so then looking at various different types of diets, I ran across um, a book that Abravanel had done based on Beeler's work where he was looking at the glandular system hmm. and that with the dominant glands being the adrenal, the pituitary and thyroid. And so I thought this is great because now we've got something that makes sense from the physiology standpoint. And it also explains why um, people gain weight in different areas and why some diets work for one person and not for the other. And so even like um, vegetarian, can you be a vegetarian or not? Um, what time of day do you eat fruit? That was the one that was surprising as far as where I found there was a big difference with the various different body types based on when you can eat fruit. And it's not that it... Um, you notice the dramatic effect, but it's kind of over time. You look at how does that stress your system? Mm -hmm. Also look at um, uh, what foods you end up eating. Found that there were interesting things like even things that we would look at as a really good food, like almonds, for example. And of the 25 body types, there are two that do not do well with almonds. Which is hmm. interesting. And so I've had um, different mothers bring in, usually it's a son, and with um, being very conscientious, but with uh, skin irritations and that don't seem to respond to anything. And what it was, was the allergic reaction to the almond milk. Hmm. So this is one of those odd things when you look at why is it that what we look at is a really healthy diet isn't really working. Wow. So there's the dietary aspect. And as I started working with the dietary aspect in more depth, what I discovered is there's actually a personality profile that goes with each particular body type. And it has a lot to do with what the gland does in the body and how that shows up in the personality. Hmm. So Looking at that with the personality, I was looking at, based on that, what's the real value? And so the value being, what, who are you, essentially? And then what motivates you? Because we tend to think that everybody thinks the way that we think. And it's not true. <laughs> yes. Everybody's motivated by yes. the same thing. No. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's so good. That's so true. Especially in these last three years, we have found out a lot of things about people, right? <laughs> you really do. 
and these things that you would think would be one thing and um, and not. Yeah. Um, so not only is it about understanding who you are, it's also understanding the people that you're in relationship with. And so why is it that certain people get triggered by certain things and and others that don't? And so based on what do you do with those characteristics, those core emotional issues, those um, where are your strengths, where are your challenges? It was based on that that I wrote Releasing Emotional Patterns with Essential Oils. Yes. And so this is the book that you're familiar with, with the oils. And this is looking at what are the emotions, um, where are they stored in the body? Um, we are really familiar with the negative side of an emotion. The positive or the other side of it or how do you get out of it is usually some vague thing out there somewhere. And so um, we look at what's the negative, what's the positive side. And then the other thing is how do you get there? So one, we want to know where am I, where do I want to go, and what do I need to learn from this experience? How do I end up getting to the positive side of the emotion? And then, of course, the other thing is the oils are so magnificent for this because the oils will hold the positive vibrational frequency. And one of the things that I found, I'm sure you ran into this too, is when we were studying the senses, the sense of smell was one of those that was just kind of brushed over and nobody really paid that much attention to. The important thing is the sense of smell is connected with the limbic system of the brain, which is the seat of the emotions. So it's back to how do we access things at a truly deep level? I also found acupuncture points. And so in acupuncture, we know that various different emotions are stored in different areas of the body. So, for example, anger is stored in the liver and um, look at fear with the kidneys. Look at worry being more in that stomach area. And then these are things that we've worked with over the years to the point where we have found over thousands of years the validity of these various different emotions in different organs. And so I was looking at how do we break the cycle Mm. and doing that by connecting with the emotions. So those are those emotional points in the forehead. Those are those little bumps um, on the forehead area. When you're stressed, you tend to put your hand on your forehead. Those just kind of things that we just naturally do. Those are the emotional points. And so I found when it came to working with an emotion, we want to look at What's the emotion? Identify it. Uh, Where is it stored in the body? That's the acupuncture point. And we can use the points on the body. We can use points on the hands. We can use points on the feet. So these are other ways of being able to connect with them. And then we want to look at the emotional point. So that way we're connecting the link. By smelling the oils, we're connecting with the limbic system of the brain. So each level we add, goes deeper. And what people find is that even if you've got just a particular emotion and you look to see what the other side of it is, that's a level of awareness. And a lot of times that will be something that will make a major shift. 
And then we want to look at the affirmation because I was finding with affirmations is they would give us general information, but unless you linked it with the emotion, with the body, it was just one other piece, one other component. And so when you start linking the pieces, that's when we really get the power and can go deeper than just accessing the various different parts. That is so incredible. And I'm sure this took a long time to figure out, right? I mean, how was it just trial and error and working with, you know, tons and tons of people over time? Definitely working with, with the people. That is where the information came from. And so I just, uh, my latest edition is my 25 year anniversary of releasing emotional patterns with essential oils. So yes, it has taken time in order to do this. And so every time I republish, then what I will do is I will um, update, update oils, update emotions, if there are various different things that, um, that people have encountered, things I haven't addressed yet. So that's why there's there's always updates to the various different editions. That that's important because yeah, I'm sure over time just things evolve and change and shift. And I appreciate you um, updating that. And I didn't even know you had an anniversary. I have to check out how many years has this book been? I think I found it in maybe 2010 or 11. I don't know when it came okay. out. Okay, all right, because it. I actually first published it in 98. Oh my gosh, you are so like, what a pioneer. Oh my gosh, you're, that's amazing. That's amazing. So you really have been in the trenches of this for a while. Yeah, yeah. And I actually met Dr. Young prior to Young Living being being a company. So, oh, did you really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, at that time he had a a clinic in Mexico, uh-huh. and so um, wow. that was that was actually how I met him, and that was when he just first started getting into the oils and started working with the the different oh my ones. Gosh. I didn't I didn't even know that about you. That's amazing. You know, Gary, Gary and I we I traveled with him for about twelve years to multiple countries and um, really studied, you know, all the things with him and. He was a major part of why I became a doctor. Him, him, Dr. Lucky and Dr. Stewart, you know, David, Dr. David yeah. Stewart. And, um, but I love just the integration of what you do with the oils. And, and that's really how I found you is um, someone was muscle testing me and, and yeah. another doctor, Dr. Lucky. And he had found using your book. He had just uh-huh. went through, you know, the line and we, I use your book, um, pretty regular too, just with testing my patients. And I had found 20 or he had found 24 traumas in the body. Um, and after, uh, I'm sorry, it was 29 traumas in the body. And then after just like 16 weeks of applying oils and, you know, doing the decrees and doing some of the things in your book. Um, I got down all the way to four, you know, um, wow. that's pretty, uh, you know, I had to be consistent. Um, but you know, and, and I'm not saying I haven't picked up a few along the way and then I, you know, it's, that's life. <laughs> it's a constant, you know, to keep up with mm-hmm. that because, you know, life happens, but, um, 
it's a powerful tool that, that you have made for us. And honestly, you know, that's, that's how I found you. And then when I was asked to do the conference with you, I was mm-hmm. like, no, no problem. Yeah, I'm there. I'm definitely there. You know, what some of the questions that I have, I have like a whole list of stuff, but how do you even know what your body type is? Well, your body type is based on your dominant gland organ or system. And I can show you a little bit more when I go to the, the screen share. So I'll go to that particular one. Awesome. I'm very visual, so I love it. Okay. And this one. And so um, can you see this one? I can. Okay, perfect. All right. And so this was really where I started. And so looking at the dominant glands being the adrenal, the pituitary, and the thyroid, just because those are the strongest ones. These are the ones that we tend to think of a lot of times. And um, the adrenals, the adrenals are the strongest glands. And so the characteristics that you end up seeing especially with the um, dietary area, is you'll notice that the musculature is heavy and it's dense and very solid. Um, A lot of times the waist tends to be more straight rather than more of an hourglass type of figure. And also their uh, eating patterns tend to be different. Um, When we look at the pituitary, for example, the pituitary looks more like a little child that went into a, um, that got big, but they never really changed the the um, body proportions. So one of the characteristics of the pituitary is large head in relationship to the rest of the body. Hmm. And then we have the thyroid. And thyroid tends to be more slender and more delicate in contrast and tend to have more of an hourglass waste. And so these are just initial physical characteristics that I really started with. And so, oh, sorry, go ahead. ahead. I was just saying, what, what does lower gain, upper gain mean exactly? I can't even see the middle one because it's being blocked by the other part, but. Okay. That one is entire. That is what? It's weight, weight gain throughout the entire body. Oh, when I first looked at weight gain, and especially for women, and so we all know where our biggest problem area is. And so it's either upper body, lower body, or all over. Mm. And um, so for the, looks like this slide is not right, because the adrenal body type, their weight gain tends to be in the upper body, whereas the thyroid, it's lower body. And then the pituitary is entire body. It's all over. So with the pituitary, it's not like when I ask you where you gain weight, it's, there's no specific area. It's just there. Whereas thyroid tends to be either abdomen, abdomen and thighs. So that's where we start getting into the lower body weight gain. Whereas the adrenal tends to be more upper body. So that's more in the torso area. So starting with the weight gain area is, is fantastic because that way we can kind of narrow things down. And so other characteristics, so we look at just the, the physical characteristics. 
And then we can look at the dietary patterns as far as what's there, types of foods you crave when your energy is low. So this is another area that we can we can look at. So, the, um, and so I, those are those are ways to determine. Like, is there a test or something that you there have? There is. Okay. And so, on my website, I have a test for women. I have a test for men. Oh. And first thing we start with is weight gain area. So it's where do you gain your weight predominantly? And so there are 25 different body types. Mm-hmm. And I started out with the three um, plus an additional one, which was gonadal. And that was present for women, but not for men. So I thought this is this is strange. Uh, it's really hard for me to believe that there are no men whose gonads are not the dominant um, organ. But <laughs> anyway... <laughs> That is a um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to look at how do things fit. Um, and so then um, the way I got into more body types is I found that there were people that didn't quite fit in the various different categories. I was also exposed to another uh, typing system. And this one had more glands and also had the pancreas. So when I looked at the pancreas, I thought, well, pancreas is an organ. So if the pancreas can be dominant, then why can't the liver or the spleen or the kidneys? And the way I discovered the various different types is I started with various different foods. And so um, what uh, Beeler had done is he was looking at the glandular system and looking at different physical characteristics, knew that there was more to it died before he was able to really complete it. And so that was where I was picking that up and and going to the next level. And so then Abravanel had picked up Beeler's work, came up with various different diets. I thought the concept was great, but the diets left a lot to be desired. Mm. And so that's when I started expanding on it and working with it in a lot more depth. And one by one, I discovered additional body types. It's based on your dominant gland, organ, or system. And system includes things like the nervous system, um, the lymphatic system, blood being another area. And so of the different types, there are similarities as far as physical characteristics that you look for, uh, but each type is its own type. Mm. And um, it took me seven years to discover all 25 types. And once I discovered that last one, and it's been over 20 years, it's actually been 25 years. And um, since I first published Different Bodies, Different Diets, and I have not found any more additional types. Yes. And this is 25. I thought there was maybe two or three. But 25, I mean, there's a lot. There's And then the men's is just as big, I'm telling you. So you guys have a lot to study when you guys get these books. You're going to really get the meat of all of this. And so I really encourage any of you who are practitioners or just, you know, wanting to dive in for your own health personally, these books are really, really pivotal and and really not only discovering what your body type is, but you know, like what to eat and, you know, how to, how that helps in different ways. Um, one of the things um, Dr. Mine was talking about 
um, was how it, it changes relationships. So how does it go? Can you explain that a little bit? How, you know, knowing what to eat and knowing your type and, you know, how that works with body types and relationships? Well, one of the things when it comes to knowing what to eat, that makes a huge difference on, on how you, you end up showing up. And so if you're not supporting your body, then you have that constant underlying stress, which shows up in irritability, uh, blood sugar drops, um, things just upset stomach, you know, these, these things that aren't really very good. And I do find that one of the ways of, of discovering the diet that's appropriate for you is to pay attention to your body, pay attention to when you eat this, you feel good or you don't. The area that I really found to be so profound is personality profile. Mm -hmm. And that personality profile goes to um, where are your strengths? Because the tendency is we tend to think that everybody thinks the way that we think. And it doesn't work that way. Right. And so the other one is we tend to think if this something is easy for us to do, somebody else ought to be able to do if they would apply themselves. Again, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. And so it's looking at who a person is. And so what I've done with the personality profile is literally bring that down to the core essence of what are the characteristics of that particular type. And so um, that being something that's across the board. And when I was. That's mind blowing. So there's a correlation to the body type with the personality type. There is, there is. So an example of that would be the adrenal body type. Well, in the body, the adrenals are the strongest glands. Mm -hmm. So that's your fight flight that we're familiar with. Mm -hmm. And they're also physically very, very strong. And so what's typical is I they will like can pick up strong things you mean uh -huh. okay yeah right. yeah but you'll also notice the difference in the musculature so it's just a a real dense solid heavy muscle as opposed to the thyroid that tends to be lighter so um where you would look at a runner being more thyroid more delicate more light whereas the adrenal the adrenal is going to be your your football linebacker, just really solid, very dense, very grounded. That's typical with the adrenal. What about yeah. like gymnast, gymnast versus swimmer yeah. or whatever? Yeah, like swimmer would be thyroid. Like, I don't know, I picture gymnasts like women and cheerleading and things like that. They Would they be more adrenal? Well, the, the dominant body type for the gymnast is kidney. Huh. And so kidney looks a lot like the adrenal, um, but their weight gain tends to be more in the lower body. And so that's why you see the solid, the solid stable musculature that's really important with the gymnast. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Well, I can see where if there is a personality correlation that it's almost like the disc test or something like that, where you can like know people better by like looking at their body type, you know, and maybe know what you're working with, you know, whether it's like a partnership or a business or whatever, that this would apply to that as well. It does. And so even looking at, at business, 
And so looking at the human body and you look at what are the types that are in the head area as opposed to the ones that are in the body. And of course, we need all the parts. And so when you're looking at running a business, then what's the element that you're that you're wanting, that you're really wanting to, to um, focus on? And how do you cover all the different aspects? And wow. so when we're looking at the personality, there's another screen that goes into that in a little bit more depth. Let's see how I can... I'd like that to move. Um, okay, so if I go to the next. Oh, yeah. Green. Um, so if I go to the next. Oh, okay. yeah, there's your book. Okay, awesome. Oh, now we can see the bottom. Awesome. Okay, we've got that particular part. And so, okay. Well, if I go to the next picture, let's see, I guess I need to do it this way. Back here. While she's talking, while she's getting that set up, you guys don't forget to go in the links and find all of her information there. Oh, wow, this is cool. This is really a good overview of the personality profile and how all the various different ones fit. Okay. And so in determining personality, we look at two things. What's your dominant, dominant strength? Is it mental or emotional. If I can get rid of that particular one. There we go. And um, so the reality is we all have all of our parts. There are just certain areas that are stronger than others. It's it's like where's the default? And so in answering the question, is your dominant sense mental or emotional? When push comes to shove and you're backed against the wall, what do you ultimately rely on? Your head or your gut? And that's not the same as your intuition. Oh, okay. So what's the difference? Because so, the gut uh -huh. is the second brain, right? So I always think sure. about if, if you have really good gut health, mm -hmm. your intuition is going to be a lot clearer and better. And, you know, mm -hmm. but, so tell me, explain in your, your way, like what's the difference between intuition and just following your gut? So intuition is, that's the voice inside your head. So that's the one that feels like it comes um, almost from an outside source. Okay. It's that that intuitive hit. This is where it is. Okay. Whereas the gut is what you're feeling. It's like you feel it in your body. And uh, then the other thing we look at is connecting with the heart. And so um, that's the heart is not quite the same as the gut. Gotcha. Uh, gut tends oh. to be so you lower. know how um so my mind is just like poof, over this chart this stuff is this is amazing um you know how men and women have different brains and you know obviously we're very different oh there's a lot of crossover but you know um men tend to only be able to have like one window up at a time you know meaning mm -hmm. they um they don't multitask as much you know if they're in the car 
they they can only have the radio on if no one's talking you know if you're talking the radio has to go off or you know mm -hmm. at night it's either sleep or eat or the other stuff you know there's not a lot of crossover like where women you know can vacuum and talk on the phone and cook dinner and you know mm -hmm. nothing wrong mm -hmm. or right but we just have a lot more windows open which is good and bad i mean i need my man believe me because he will shut down those windows and he'll be like baby turn it off you know focus uh -huh. <laughs> but what yeah. if this is any crossover or any big differences that you saw that would be the basic difference between men and women and um so that's that's definitely a factor and so here we're looking at the the mental area being um what i find with the emotionals is if you ask them a question where they really need to give you a rational thought out answer, ask them when they are um, at their peak as far as their highest energy. Because if you ask them the question when they're hungry or they're tired or they're stressed, then the first thing that goes off is the mental line. Mm. And they're not going to give you a responsible action. What they're going to do is they're going to come up with what they're feeling is just a gut response. And then they will have a tendency to latch on to that. It's like, I've already made that decision. Don't bother me with anything else. Don't give me the same question again. Mm -hmm. And you don't necessarily get the, the best outcome. So this is why you need to know where a person's dominant sense is and where their strength is. Whereas the mental is that's the aspect that ends up staying. And if that's the strongest element, then when they're stressed, they would just as soon go ahead and complete something and finish something rather than having it hang over or they, they have the ability to access a lot of that mental energy. And then they will tend to um, not be so focused on the feeling aspect. So it's it's let's get the job done rather than um, how are you feeling about it? Gosh, I think I might be that person. <laughs> I'm like, oh, can there, there's got to be crossover with the women having the same thing in some parts, right? I mean, oh, well, my there God. really is. And this is what's so interesting is because the 25 body types are true for both men and women. And so this is why you find some women who tend to be more masculine dominant. And then there are men who tend to be more feminine dominant. And so that's when we start getting into the, the different body types. And I find that half of them are more from the masculine aspect, the other half, the feminine aspect. And then we've got the one in the middle, which is, is the closest one to that one is more that uh, when you look at the chart, you see which types are really close to center. And you see the, the kidney being close to the center, same way with eye um, and and lymph. And so they're really um, on the chart based on where their strength is. In other words, how do they how they function? And so um, like the lymph body type, for example, if I ask them, is your dominant sense mental or emotional? 
sometimes they have a hard time answering that particular question. Or the other one about, is your dominant sense physical or spiritual? And that's one that tends to be a little bit, um, it's terminology we're not used to using. And so the physical area is the types that really need to have something that's concrete and dominant. In other words, I'm, the idea is good, but I want to actually see it. That's more real. Whereas the spiritual, they can hang out there in the ideas and concepts and they're perfectly comfortable being there. And so that, as opposed to, I need to be able to see it, feel it, and touch it. So when we look at relationships too, it's typical that um, we will connect on one level and then the other one is the one that allows us to start to develop other aspects of ourselves. So for example, when you think of um, who is the typical classic adrenal or the typical classical male, and that would be the adrenal, that's the football linebacker. And so then we want to look at who is the classic female. So the classic female is the cheerleader. And so she ends up being the, the one who likes being pregnant, is all about supporting her man. It's about being at home. It's about taking care of the home. And so whereas the adrenal is the one that go out into the world and um, bring home the bacon in a sense. Okay. So when you look at the quadrants where those two types are, you can see that the adrenal is more on the extreme as far as the physical mental, very high on both components, whereas the gonadal is high on the emotional and more into that and more more centered as opposed to being more on that physical area. So what you find with the quadrants is the adrenal and the gonadal connect on the physical because that's the one that they have in common. Mm -hmm. And then the one that is polarized would be the adrenal is going to be the more masculine energy where the gonadal is going to be more the emotional aspect. And so what they do is they are able to develop that particular aspect of themselves, which would be the um, unmanifested part or the the subdominant as opposed to the dominant characteristic by being around somebody who's who's different than they are. And that allows them to be able to relate to the other person more. This is where reading somebody else's profile, reading your your partner's profile is so helpful because then you can understand who they are, where they're coming from, how to relate to them, uh, rather than just looking at things through your own lens. Yes, uh, that's um, definitely a, a good tool to um, to be able to kind of navigate through relationships. Um, what happens if one of these physical body parts, with organ, whether it's kidney, lymph, thyroid, what if there's a weakness in the area of, of any of those? Uh, how does that show up uh, in 
well, or usually, emotional, mental, spiritual, okay. body type, all of that. So the dominant gland, that's your strongest. So a lot of times that will end up being the default. And that's good until you exhaust that dominant gland. Mm-hmm. And when you exhaust the dominant gland is a lot of times when you start seeing problems in that particular area. Oh, God. But usually it can be other areas that will show up um, before the strongest one does. Okay. And okay. also when we look at core emotional issues. Yeah, so talk about core emotional issues. And so the core emotional issues will definitely have to do with the with the body type and what those issues end up being. And um, so one of the issues for the eye body type is the uh, is is one where um, you can be overwhelmed. And so the the being overwhelmed has to do with just so much input and wanting to do so much um, that it's to the point of exhaustion. And that's that point where you feel like you just want to sit on a rock and wait to be rescued because it's just more than you can really handle at the time. And the oil for that one is in vision and it goes on the temple area, which is a point for the, the vision point on, on either side. And it's about focusing your energy. So it's to work with the, the focus itself. So you're, you're, and I know your book talks a lot about it, but just for the people who aren't familiar with your work, the book goes way into which oils work best with emotions, how to clear. I mean, I am, I was uh, upfront center doing the work uh, when I found this book um, in 2010 and it works. So it, if you're dealing with emotions and you haven't used essential oils, um, that is a, a, a clear way to really clear things, even all the way to the DNA level, because like she said earlier, it goes past the olfactory system straight to the limbic system, which is where a lot of that is uh, kind of like the library of the librarian of the emotions or the seat of the emotions. And so um, a lot of things don't defrag at times. Um, especially I've seen they, they defrag a lot between the 3 a.m. 5 a.m. Part, part. And if you're not sleeping well or not sleeping at all, and you're not going to defrag, and that kind of has a tendency to stick and then goes to different organs and or parts that can cause those issues. And it starts to give you signals and it'll say, hey, you know, a little problem here. And then it gets louder and louder and louder until we look at it and finally figure out how to clear that. Um, but I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, there, there's definitely, I mean, there's so many oils and you are a master at knowing like what, like if you were going to just start with, with oils, like what, what are your like main ones that you saw when you were testing people that did like the most work or, or is there a favorite for you? Well, one of the ones that I like to start with is purification for anger. And so anger, a lot of times tends to be the default emotion, particularly for men. And um, and so a lot of times you'll find if they're not in touch with their emotions, they end up with two emotions, anger and sex. 
Mm. And so um, how do you deal with it? And it's um, start with start with the default because so many men are not taught how to um, or they're, they're not allowed to really explore their emotions and how they end up feeling. And so things are changing now, fortunately. But so often it was the one of um, shut down your emotions and just do what needs to be done. And so when we look at anger, and this is always a, a good example in understanding how the oils actually work, is when we look at, at anger, what causes anger? So what causes anger is energy's moving and everything's fine, and then you hit a roadblock. So it's a lot like a traffic jam. Mm -hmm. So what happens when you hit a, a roadblock in your life? and you end up being stuck. But what happens is energy continues to build until finally there is an explosion. And an explosion of negative energy is anger. So what would be the other side of it? What's an explosion of positive energy? So an explosion of positive energy is laughter. And so what's amazing is to see how laughter will transmute anger. So this is just one of those things that's just a really good one to work with and use in, in so many situations. I never thought of putting purification anywhere in the same category with, with anger. That's very interesting. What are some other oils that you've worked with that clear? What about like grief? And I use Cypress. Like what, what's your go-to for grief? And so joy is another one that will work. Okay. And um, so we're looking at wanting to, to transmute the energy. And um, what do we do to let go of a lot of the emotions that are held and, and that are there and that are very, very deep? Okay. Well, going back to the body types, um, you know, we know that epigenetics is real and we can change mm -hmm. DNA. Mm -hmm. uh, can we change body type? I mean, is, in your opinion, do we inherit our body type? And, and if so, can we change it? Your body type is something that you're born with. It's like your eye coloring and, and what your dominant gland is. And so what happens is you've got different aspects, whether you're addressing it on the at, at best or the at worst side. So that's where it can look like things are changing. You can also look at weight gain areas and um, is your weight balanced or is it more of an extreme? And so whether you're wanting to gain weight or lose weight or maintain weight, it's really about find the foods and the eating plan that's going to really, truly support you. And by oh. doing that is when we start bringing things into balance again. So what I did with this is, is I was really wanting to focus on what are the foods that support you the most? And then you can take that with the various different choices and find what is it that supports you based on what your current goals are. Well, and what about supplements? Where does that fit into all of this? Or do and you so that would have to do with your nutritional support. Okay. And that again is, is more individual, but I do find that there are certain things that do tend to be very common. Um, your essential fatty acids, your vitamin D, 
are big ones to your immune system support. So these are um, all things that are your minerals. Those are all really basic fundamental areas. So I don't really find that there's, it's that specific for each particular body type. It's more about what supports you individually. Gotcha. Well, this is just extremely, um, this is a lot of information. And I know you guys who are watching are going to want to dive in. And if you're using oils, um, take these tests and find out, you know, what your emotions are, what your body type is, what your, I mean, she's got a several tests here that we can all like really learn about ourselves. And, uh, you know, I encourage you guys to jump in and, and do that. If you're not using oils, definitely reach out to me and I could hook you up with that because I have some great, um, great, um, uh, avenues for you with that. And I know for me, it's been since 2008 when I've actually started working with the oils and really kind of looking into the frequency of it and how it works with the frequency of the body. And it's been a big game changer for me, you know, not only physically, mentally, spiritually, but definitely emotionally. And, um, you know, these are just some more tools in the toolbox, especially with the last three years, um, that have kind of been shaken up quite a few things. Anything that can be shaken has been shaken. And I don't know if it's necessarily going to get a whole lot easier anytime soon, especially going into these winter months and going into the season of, um, politics and voting. And, you know, there's, stuff on tv and there's you know people's opinions and you know so these are kind of, these are my whole thing is i want to get people to really know more about us because we can't control what other people do or what other people think or what's going on in all these other places but i can work on me and when i work on me i'm actually working on everybody because we have all of our kids in here we have our partners in here you know um that's the big driving point of this show is for people to really look inward to really learn about themselves to know thyself you know and and this is an amazing i mean you have how many tests that we could take here that are going to really well, there's the body type test so that's going to determine what your body type is and then of course also doing that with your partner with your kids uh, with your um, colleagues because uh, it makes such a difference in understanding how everybody else thinks and where you are and where they're coming from. And so it's it's once you understand who that person is, it takes all the judgment out. It takes the expectations out. You can appreciate a person for their strengths. And also with your kids, the question is, how do you support your kids? Because the tendency is to think that your kids are many you but it doesn't take long to figure out that it doesn't work that way. Uh -huh. And that each one has their own individual needs. Yes. The other side is, can you imagine what your life would be like if when you were growing up, that your parents truly knew who you were and knew how to support you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Body type is something that you're born with. And um, so a lot of times with kids, I see that even from the personality aspect to see, um, what each one's like. And on my website, there's a lot of information about each particular type as well. Pictures of, of a lot of the, the different types. So that's another thing that can be really very helpful. Awesome. 
Well, any final words that you have for us and also just like where can people find you? Um, we're going to have all of the links and everything here, but also I just want to have you verbalize it because on the podcast, it's audio only and I want people to be able to hear where to find you as well. So my website is bodytype.com and this is where you can go to take the body type test um, and then there's also another website, which is releasingemotionalpatterns.com. And so that's another one where you can find the body type book. Um, the body type book is, is and the oils book. The oils book is also available on Amazon. Or you can call my office, which is um, Dr. Carolyn Mine. And um, so the... Bodytype.com is the one that will give you all the links that you need in order to access everything else. Yes, 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 yes. And I really do hope you guys do that because, um, again, I think the biggest key for us being here in this season and this time is to really know ourselves. And when we know ourselves and then we know the people that we're walking with and working with and loving and raising and you know, who we're kind of assigned to in this cycle, um, then it can be a lot easier if we understand each other. Even in this episode so far, I have like got two or three different little keys about two or three different situations that I was like, oh, that makes sense. So it kind of just like took off the charge of, like you said, the judgment or the assumption or you know it's like oh that could be the reason you know so it it helps a lot it's going to help a lot with communication it's going to help a lot with you knowing what to eat um and any what best serves you and i mean there's just so much in here and when you eat well and you're getting nourished then you will be in your highest and you're going to do what's divine for you and each of you guys who are watching you have your own destiny that is incredibly different from ours and you have your own communities and so i encourage you to be your highest but also to get your community involved in this too because uh, if we can get the word out and really help other people learn more about themselves and how to navigate through all of this then all this external stuff won't mean as much because we're we're going to be good and we're going to be grounded and we're going to feel better and we're going to laugh and have joy and transmute a lot of the stuff that we're here to transmute. And I think that's really, really important. So I really appreciate your work, Dr. Mine, and just for your time being here today. And um, just what an incredible example of leadership you are to so many and so many people you've helped. And I don't even know if you know the vast, you know, length and heights of, of boundaries and crossovers that you've um, helped so many people with over these last years and um, you probably don't get thanked as much um, so I just want it from me to you and to all of us here we love you and we thank you and we honor you and your work and what you're doing and I'm, I'm just so happy that I've ever met you and found your work appreciate you well thank you so much and you know I really appreciate your sharing that and getting people to be aware of what's done and also making making people aware of the options and things that they can work with. I appreciate all of you for sharing it and working with it and, and basically using it because ultimately when we're looking at 
shifting our consciousness, it starts with us. And it's how do we work as an individual? That's the most important thing. Knowing ourselves, how do we end up being the best? How can you be the best you that you can be? And Absolutely. understanding is the the beginning. It's really the basis of everything. It is. And um, and we're all doing it. We're doing the best we can. That's for sure. So appreciate you. Um, I know we went over a little bit on time. So sorry about that. And for you guys watching, you know, definitely check out her links. You can also go to swiftfire.org and drshonell.com. Uh, there's tons of information, resources, all the things there. And uh, I do biofeedback remote as far as different sessions and coaching remote. And I'm sure Dr. Mine has a lot of things on um, for services as well with her. And yes. you guys are amazing. Thank you for watching today. Um, we will see you. We are here every Thursday at noon. If you can't catch us live, you can always just pick up all the recordings and the podcasts. Uh, if you go to the website, you'll see lots of different, I think we're at like 186 episodes or something crazy now. So you guys could have fun with that. And I will look forward to seeing you guys um, on our next week's show. And y'all have a great week. Love you so much and have a wonderful one. Appreciate you so much. Thank you. Appreciate all, right. all of you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.